it again. Yeah, yeah. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Stone, in the spirit of Tommy Canley of the Yankees destroying a fan. Again, a fan being the one with blades that moves air, not baseball fan. In the Yankees' dugout last night, yet another loss for the Yanks. Apparently, you and Jeanette think, hey, it's normal to just destroy things in public. Jeanette, bringing it to a parking cone out of out of anger over a cheating partner and then stealing the cone. No, no, I didn't steal it. It was, no. And we established in the break, Jeanette, that uh, you doing that, there's no tangible use for it after the fact when you steal a parking cone. You just love the thrill of the heist, as you put it. It's a heist. You feel like a villain. You are driving through... Or you were writing whatever, right? Because I was never driving when I was stealing the cone because I was typically drunk. Let, let me I ask. I was writing. You throw open the trunk, fling that cone in. You're like, oh, we're such a bad people. You run, you close the doors, and you got to be like, oh, security's coming up. Security's coming up. Take the car. Take the car. They're going to freak out about their cone. And then you run out. It's exciting. It's thrilling. It is patently ridiculous that Jeanette just described stealing a parking cone in the vein of Ocean's Eleven. That's exactly what it is. As if this is a motion picture, a feature film. Listen, especially when you're doing it, like, in the theme parks. All right. Like, like in Disney, they got cameras everywhere. The mouse is always watching. What I'm saying, though, is if you're stealing parking cones, you're the type of person that also steals silverware from restaurants and glasses from bars. How do you think I survived through college? Holy Jesus. And I still do. Like, I go to breweries sometimes, and I'm like, oh, this is really nice. This is a really nice Do you do that, too? No, man. Yeah, right. Come on, dog. No. Also, I take back uh, where I said she was an adult. And you asked me, you know, can we say that 22 is an adult? No, that's not. No, because no. this happened at age 22 when you did this? I take What you're about to tell us? No, for oh. Jeanette's sake. When you, Jeanette did all of this, this cone stealing at 22, you said, is that an adult? I take that back. No, it's not. The last time I probably stole a cone was 28. Okay, that's an adult. Yeah. But the majority of it was degeneracy during FAO. When did Stone you destroy something in public where people were watching you be a petulant temper tantrum child? 2019. Uh, oh. Four years ago. So that makes me 20 years old. Let's go to London, the All England Club. The 2019 Wimbledon final between Roger Federer mm-hmm. and. Oh, I thought you were at the All England yeah, Club crushing like, stuff. I was. Right. I was. Uh huh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been that would have been a much better story than I think what's coming. Then the Wimbledon final, Roger Federer versus Novak Djokovic. He had everybody over to watch the match. Mm-hmm. It is a, a, a banger on paper. It is a five-set squabble between the two of them. Roger Federer blows six match points, let alone six championship points, actually. And the 19-inch TV that we were watching on the living room, yeah, that went off the balcony. Are you kidding me? No. I'm not. You threw a TV off the balcony over the Wimbledon final in 2019. Wait, 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 wait. How much money did you have on it? I mean, that's. Uh, I mean, it's relevant, but. Uh, how much money? How much? I, I can remember. It was four years. Nobody's ago. that big of a Roger Federer fan or a Novak Djokovic fan. So you're right, Janet. I mean, there had there to be was money a significant amount of money. Twenty-year-old college student. That yeah. he was about. He was on the brink of winning somehow, and it just. 
a brink of winning somehow. He had six championship points, Roger Federer did. So those videos you see go viral where someone's watching a football game and... Or a show ending of some right, sort. Right, right. And, and someone like punches their fist through a TV or rips it off the wall and breaks it. You actually lived that. You launched a TV off the balcony. What if it hits somebody? Uh, <laughs> I obviously saw who was off the balcony. It wasn't that high up enough to break the TV. Yes, of course. But nobody was in danger. Nobody was in that besides the TV. Man, you guys, that is just child stuff. Also, I'm that big of a Roger Federer. Fan. Oh, yeah, right, right, right. I'm sure. That's, I'm sure this had nothing to do with uh, a terrible bet you made. That's the maestro. Why is it a terrible bet? That sets you back Federer. months. Sets you back yeah, months. Yeah, that's, that's, that's what I bet it was. Right. No, there's no Don question. was about to pay a couple bills. He was about to head out, do some, some something wild. Yeah. And you no longer could afford it. It'd be illegal for me to be to be gambling on on on, on sports at, yeah. at that age. It's illegal. Ever, yeah. It's literally against the law. Sound a little more convincing. Why would he do something like that? Mm-hmm. Well, unlike Stone, who doesn't value his wallet, doesn't value his televisions, and doesn't value the safety of others around him, launching TVs off of balconies, <laughs> EDS air conditioning does value your safety, and that's why if your AC goes out in these ultra hot temperatures, you need to go to, and that's EDS. EDS is yes, EDSAirConditioning.com. They've been doing it since 2006. Family owned and operated. They do indeed service. Palm Beach County and surrounding areas, and they want you to know the warning signs of an AC unit that might be on its last legs. One, it's nearing its warranty. Two, your home feels humid. Three, your home is taking a long time, much longer than normal to cool down once the AC kicks in. All of these things get exacerbated by the fact that it feels like insert triple digit number here every single day here in the month of July in South Florida. EDS is yes. If you experience any of those things and you need someone to come out post haste because they work around your schedule, not the other way around, a rarity in this industry these days, make it EDS. EDS is yes. EDSairconditioning.com. They handle your plumbing needs as well. EDS is yes. EDSairconditioning.com. That's EDS. EDSairconditioning.com. You know, it's going to be massively annoying come training camp here. The Dolphins veterans report midway through next week is the discussion around Tua's tattoo. All I have seen, and he's done a couple of media appearances for different things that uh, he's either A, promoting, uh, whether it be for charity or products. All I'm seeing are people, oh, I caught a glimpse of his new tattoo. His new tattoo. He has a shoulder, a full arm sleeve, actually. Um, What appears to be a Samoan design, full arm sleeve, that he's going to be debuting at training camp next week. Every time he's been seen over the last couple of weeks with this full tattoo sleeve, it's been covered. I'm sure he's doing this by design. Uh, He's doing this uh, just to make it like a a thing, have fun with it, and maybe he can't have it exposed to the sun quite yet. But this is going to be in the slow time of training camp because there really is nothing juicy right now with the Dolphins from a storyline standpoint. You're going to get a full week of Tua tattoo talk, and it is going to be the worst. Low key sounds kind of hot, this tattoo. Well, it's yeah, Samoan tattoos rule. 100%. Yeah. The poly pieces go hard. And, yeah. And his looks good. It's definitely going to get pile-driven into the ground, though, that first week of training camp. Like, we're going to exhaust every joke, every oh, yeah, it's, nickname that comes about. I, this I, thing's going to bury. I like, season comparisons. Like, oh, Tua, uh, Tattoo Tua. 
is going to be of much course. harder oh, yeah. than non-tattooed Tua. Oh, yeah, that's exactly where the storyline's going to be. As soon as mm-hmm. he shows off the tattoo in the first practice, it's going to be, oh, damn, this dude's going to the Pro Bowl. Look at that ink. He's so let's, hard. L- let's beat him to the punch, Ken. I'm actually surprised that I've beaten you here, but tattoo I mean, come on, that's what we're going to be hearing. He's mad, you know. You like that? You like he that? Draw, when he he's, drops, he, he, when he drops the pen and grabs the coffee, he can't believe he, it. He's so pissed. Good Tat, job, Stone. Tattoo, Tonga Vailoa. Tattoo of Ungaloa. Tattoo of Ungaloa. No, you gotta work on the Stone stuff. Now you killed it. Now you're giving. Now you're giving Ken back his props. No, you had it. Say it again. No, no, not that one. The first time. Tattoo. There you go. Yeah, you should have stopped there. You should have just stopped there. But that was good. I'm proud of you, actually. I'm mad you see, now that Ken's I didn't do back it. On it. Now yeah, Ken's, yeah. Now Ken's feeling himself again. But that first week, in the absence of a major injury, it's just going to be oh, the tattoo, the tattoo. And Jeanette, you absolutely nailed it. Oh, he's so hard. When when you when he was at the Xavier Howard softball game, the celebrity softball game at the ballpark at the Palm Beaches, and you emceed that. Was he wearing sleeves? I don't know, and I have a new phone. Yeah, so I'm not sure. I'll double check. I'll because now. Uh, Jeanette, by the way, and I'll give her credit. She asked Tua to dance on camera. She was trying to put out content because she's a content machine. She, she, this is what I appreciate about, about Jeanette. There's no one that is too big time for her to walk up to and act like she's known them for decades. I get, hey, man, hey, Tua, hey. And that's what she does. She's doing, hey. Yeah, uh, yeah. So she's asking him on camera. She showed me the video. She's like, Tua, they were in a rain delay. Tua, dance for me. They're in the dugout. Dance for me. Why don't you dance? I forget what song was going. She's like, dance, no, dance. No, no, it wasn't. So it's not like she was like, dance, monkey. No, she was, there was an actual song No, playing. so this is the way it went down. I went to a Grant Senior, and I was just, I'm like, it's raining. There has to be, like, some stupid questions I can ask these guys. So I was like, okay, who is it? Who has, Waddle has his dance. Who who has yeah. the best, other than Waddle, who has the best dance on or off the field here in the dugout right now. He looks around. He goes, actually, Tua can throw it down. And I was like, okay, Tua. And who is this that told you that? Uh, Grant Senior? Who's? Is it, oh, Ulysses S. Grant? <laughs> Horace Grant? <laughs> Maybe Jakeem Grant. Maybe it was Jakeem Grant. Uh, oh, it could have been Jakeem Grant. So, I didn't know he was a senior. He definitely is. So Congrats on the kid. Uh, <laughs> when, I'm assuming, I don't know. as he was finishing up, I see Tua just walk right next to me being the awesome guy that he is there's some fans waiting like waiting for him this the sign stuff mm-hmm. as it's pouring down right outside the dugout so Tua passes me and I'm like hey yo Tua he says you you can bust a move so can you bust a move and he's thinking he's like no nah. I'm like okay come on and then he says no come I can't on, do it come on Tua bust a move something it's stone you're gonna hate break my voice it down <laughs> he said you could throw it down throw it down for me Tua drop it low <laughs> um and he goes no I can't because of my wife and then he goes to proceed to sign some autographs. I'll, I'll, I'll post it. Uh, by the way, did you see Tua did post his wife's picture on, on Instagram? That he did. It, it, uh, Vivi, my wife, uh, pointed it out to me because he never does that. Never. He really keeps her sort of, he tries to keep there. I, I almost made it sound like he like purposely keeps her like hidden. No, it's not that. It's, I mean, not like a, it's not like an alpha or a hostage situation. It's like he just tries to keep her out of the public eye because football fans, and Dolphins fans are weirdos. No, not right? only that, but people are going to make unnecessary comments about the physicality of stuff. and like. Well, they, look what happens with Brittany Mahomes. Like, everybody well, no, has an opinion different. on her. No, 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 no. She's different. Watch the series. That, watch the quarterback series on right, Netflix. I'm behind And on then it. you will. You will see why everybody's so enra- enraged 
when they see her. I, I think that I was one of the ones who recklessly went after Tua and his wife, right? If you're hiding her, there's clearly something wrong with how she looks. Well, he posted her at oh, dinner God, the other come night. Come on, dude. Is there anything wrong with how she looks? She's very good looking. Okay, woman. there you go. To his wife? Yeah. I'd say hotter than Britney. <laughs> I would say hotter than Britney as well. Wait, did exactly. you see her? To his wife? Yeah. Yes, on social, not like in oh, person. Oh, got it, got it, got it. Yeah, I think okay. she's definitely got the one up on Brit for sure. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> on Brit. I'm glad you're on a first name basis. That's my girl. Oh, God. No, 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 no. Don't ever bring her around. That's my girl, Britt. Don't ever bring her around. Hey, Britt, throw it down for me. Bust the move, Britt. <laughs> uh, Stone, uh, do you want to, uh, and I know they're struggling right now. I know they're struggling, and it's very, very sad, um, but they just need to come home. They need some good old home cooking at Lone Depot Park. So once they do return, why don't you tell the fine folks listening how they can see some Miami Marlins baseball. Yeah, it's been a rocky road post-All-Star break 0-5, but I think you're right on. They need a visit. They just need they to come need, home. They need a homestand at Lone Depot Park, and we'll actually be visiting them as the Ken Levick Alive crew this month on the 29th. So we... But don't bother us. Them, yeah, please don't bother us. I'm going to be on one. <laughs> we'll be knocking it out of the park this season with the Miami Marlins. Lone Depot Park offers you the ultimate experience with plenty of ticket options. You can get single-game tickets or invest in a Marlins membership that gets you even more. Lock in priority seating, save on food and merch, access to exclusive member events. Come out and support your favorite team this season as they celebrate 30 years of Marlins baseball. There will be promos, giveaways, all that stuff all season long, not to mention the players. Jazz Chisholm, one of my faves. Sandy Alcantara, kind of struggling on the bump, but your man's still hot, Ken. Luis Reyes. Get your tickets today and join us at Lone Depot Park. Visit MLB.com slash Marlins slash tickets. Maybe we just need to, like, motivate the Marlins when we're there. Maybe. You know? Yeah, come on, guys. Whoa. Throw it down. That'll do it. I'll yell Throw at them. It I'll give you Spanish phrases for you to yell at them. Stone. Awesome. Appreciate that. Uh, when we come back, the most interesting thing about the Open Championship. I'll reveal it when we return. She's Jeanette Javier, the Dominican Queen. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken Levick Alive on ESPN 106.3. Stone 1 to 10, 1 being meh, 10 being oh, hell yeah. What's your level of excitement for the Open Championship underway at Royal Liverpool? Ah, 6.8. I thought it would be higher. You're right, 7.4. No, you can't change it now. Yeah, just, stone just, just, be, no. just be honest with me, right, Jeanette? Like, why is he, does he think, like, he's disappointed me or something? Yeah, no, it's a 6.8. 6.8 it is. Like what? What keeps it from a ten? I'm just curious. That's a great question. Do you hate British people? Uh, I don't hate British. He people. hates the Beatles. Yeah, don't That's hate the Beatles. Is. Can you name the four Beatles? Of course. Go. First name: John Lennon, mm-hmm. Paul McCartney, uh-huh. Steve Atwater, and Bob Dylan. <laughs> Steve Atwater and Bob Dylan. You don't know Ringo? Yeah, I mean, I, I was Ringo's even, the one usually people uh, other than John get. Yeah, I was. Actually, well, I guess Paul. I don't know. Paul McCartney, I'd say, is 
the most famous one. Well, yeah, he's he's the most alive, other than Ringo, of all of them. Is, ne- is I like as well. how we put Bob Dylan uh, yeah. in there. And I think from a talent perspective, I, I think Ringo might take the cake in this spot. I, I don't think so, and wow, I don't think there's anybody who knows music that would agree now with you at all. Talking. Yeah, Ringo actually, many people consider him to be an average drummer at best. Yeah, that's not read true. a book. Not from my experience uh, with Ringo. Do you know who Bob? Like, how do you know Bob Dylan? I uh, I went to high school with Bob Dylan. Mm-hmm. In uh, Newport, Rhode Island. So mm-hmm. let me let me ask you though, if <laughs> we just went through John, Paul, and Ringo, who's the fourth Beatle, the traditional uh, fourth Beatle? John, Paul, Ringo. That's a tough one. A tough one. Um, oh yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, when I think of the fourth one, he. Again, from what did he do? From how's his talent level? Stone. I mean, his talent level was, I'd say, right on par with the rest of them. He wasn't. Uh, there are people as, listening right now that are their heads are exploding. He um, wasn't. I, I just love watching Stern. And he's just filibustering. He has no idea. No, no he's like a politician. You're those people you yeah, hate. He sounds exactly I'm, like. I'm, well, you know, it depends what you consider a member of the Beatles. <laughs> <laughs> he sounds like Aaron Boone right. answering I, questions. Right. I think I'm I'm playing through a lot of the music in my head. I mean, I oh, grew really? up like, the Beatles. Yeah, yeah. Care level was high. Yeah, <laughs> man. Like, can you sing the songs that are playing through right. your head, though? Like, let's oh, go. yeah. Let's Here go. comes the sun. Uh-huh. The fourth one, you know, his name's escaping me, but right. again, I grew up on these guys, man. I love every one of them. Uh, except you apparently don't love George Harrison. Oh, Georgie. An awful lot. Georgie. Georgie. Don't get any better than Georgie. <sighs> uh, can we? But I do like how he talked about Georgie in the past tense without knowing who. Yeah, he was. right, right, right. I know he's good. At, he's good right. at bull bleeping. He's left us, Georgie. I mean, he has many, many peace. years ago. Yes, it was a sad day. The reason I bring up Britain is because if we can have our fancy British music, please. It is day one of the Open Championship at Royal Liverpool, and you'll have leaderboard reports throughout the weekend here. On ESPN 106.3. This is very fancy. Wow, it occurred to me this morning that, yeah, sure, is Rory McIlroy primed to win his first major in a decade? Can Ricky Fowler win major number one Ricky! in his career? Perhaps Scotty Scheffler gets back to world number one ways. What about Brooks Kepka? Mm. Can he win the Jupiter Resident a second major? In 2023. But then it caught my eye that this is the 25th Open Championship appearance for one John Daly. John Daly, who's a cult hero, a fan favorite. You used to work at the PGA Tour, Jeanette. Is that accurate? Cult hero, fan favorite, John Daly? Very accurate. Especially the cult part. It's a very particular type of person. That loves John Daly. John Daly, he of the unkempt hair, scraggly beard, wildly colored pants. Raccoon eyes. Yep. He's done some hard living, that John Daly. And I've always wondered this, but the question came to me today. I wonder what John Daly smells like. I have a question. Yeah. About your question. Uh Uh-huh. How did you get to that? How did you wake up and you're like, I got to prep for the show? Well, John Daly's kind of match. Kind of discriminating. But yeah, how'd you get there? Um, Well, part of it is golf generally a clean cut sport. I used to work at a country club, a lot of cologne. Uh, You would have cologne in the bathrooms of the country club I worked. And this was not a place where you played major championships, right? 
in suburban Chicago. Yet you had a line of cologne, hairbrushes, the green liquid that you put combs in, all that stuff right there. Mouth in this, uh, Yeah, mouthwash, all that so, stuff, right. <laughs> when I worked at the tour... I would take stuff oh, because stop. it was on TPC. It was stop. on TPC Sawgrass where the Players' Championship is. Stop. I'd go to the locker room all the time. You just, are the worst, man. The worst. You're a klepto. The worst. You're a kleptomaniac. No, 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 no. I am financially smart because I'm saving money on my essentials. No, financially smart or a thief? Do you steal hotel towels too? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh, I knew that was coming. What about pillows? No. Actually, interesting story about that. One time when Michael Curry was the head coach of Florida Atlantic, there was a big name named Ronald Delph. He was the starting center on that team. And uh, we were leaving a hotel. I think it was in Mississippi. Really bad loss the night before. And there were you know, there were a number of losses in the Michael Curry era. Great guy, just not a great era of basketball at Florida Atlantic. And uh, it's like 6 a.m. We're trying to make this flight. Everybody's tired and crabby after the loss the night before. And Ronald Delph decides he's going to walk onto the team bus with uh, both hands, both hands clutching a pillow from the hotel as if he was just going to walk onto the bus, use the pillows to sleep, bring him on the plane. And that was met with a swift rebuke from Michael Curry and Ronald Delph. All seven feet of him had to walk back, trudge back into the hotel in the dark at 5.45 in the morning, hand them back to the woman at the front desk who had no idea what was going on and apologized to her for having to, for trying to steal the two pillows from, it was, I believe, a Hyatt Place, Hattiesburg, Mississippi. Yeah, no, I think they keep count of how many pillows are in the bed. I don't think they don't do that with the towels. Um... The way I come up with this is because golf is generally a sport where you assume there's going to be good smelling people playing, right? It's a very high end sport, generally need money to play. The country clubs, the golf clubs have smell enhancers within their bathroom parameters. John Daly doesn't look like he smells good. That I mean, I'm going to be honest. I, as simple I, as simply put, John Daly looks like he smells terrible. Such a weird question for you to wake up in the morning to. Uh, it just looks like he smells absolutely terrible. What happened there? What was that music? How did we get away from our British music? Do we have a commercial that played? <laughs> I think they heard you because it's an old spice ad. But, oh, uh... got it. Got it. Uh, so John Daly looks like he smells terrible. But I realize I'm judging him. I realize I'm just judging him. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and it's not good of me, but between the beard, the fact he smokes probably three packs a day, uh, unkempt. I feel like he doesn't smell great. So I asked the question on social media, what do you think John Daly smells like? And we got a variety of responses at KLV 106.3. And you can, what do you think John Daly smells like? 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776. Let's just start around the room here, Jeanette. What do you think, just off the top of your head, what do you think John Daly smells like? I know what he smells like because I've stood next to him when well, I was at the Northern Trust. What is your analysis of what he smells like? He definitely smells like cigars and sweat. That's what he smelled like when he was standing right next to me. And he looks like a typical guy who just got off the boat wearing these Viper glasses for five hours. Tanned, and not nice tanned, red Oh, he's leathery as hell. Oh, yeah. Very leathery. And he probably didn't use soap for the past 24, 26 hours. Yeah. And again, I'm not trying to crap on the guy because he's a good time. But he's one of those guys like... He lives his own life. He definitely smelled like cigars and sweat and made you question, how are you a professional athlete? Yeah. 
Stone, what do you think? Uh, what do you think John Daly smells like? I gave this one some thought. Oh wow! Oh wow! The way he's like getting ready with his paper. I thought long and hard. You know what does John just like Daly he hits him smells like? I came up with body odor. Uh, I think John Daly smells like body odor. You know, just first glance, and uh, I think if I were to give him a, a dap up, a, a nice bro hug, I'm sure I'd catch a whiff of the old classic bo. So I'm going body odor here. But like not wearing deodorant body odor, just, or just like the sweat, yeah, like, like a musk, like musk, yeah, like musk, like he's not. Because I'm sure he uses deodorant, but he might sure. be musky. That's what I'm saying. Like bo yeah. is very vague. I want yeah. the specific. Like, most people re up. I, I would imagine he doesn't do much of <laughs> reapply, reapplication. Very right. fair. When it comes very to fair. deodorant. Yep, 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 yep. I think he smells like any any scent identification with John Daly has to begin with cigarettes. So I'm pretty sure he smells like. Marlboro's, whiskey, and steak. There's probably a meat involved. <laughs> diet Coke? He definitely has. Oh, maybe a Diet Coke. Meat sweats. Meat oh, sweats no, doubt. Sure. no doubt. I think, you know, when people eat so much of something that their body starts to secrete it, I think we can go with Skittles. And yeah, we've and, all and, been there. Oh, yeah, we've absolutely all I been there. I love being there. John Daly, I, I think he, he, he downs about one, two, three bags of Skittles, as he said in plenty of interviews. So I would imagine he smells a little sweet, like some candy. Uh, what do you think John Daly smells like? <laughs> On a day the Open Championship has begun, the most pertinent golf question of the day, what do you think John Daly smells like? 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776, and tweeted us at KLV1063, 888-760-3776. Uh, Pat tweets in, cigarettes, whiskey, and a high school locker room after P.E. Yeah, but I feel like that's right on point. Um, did anybody ever know anybody who showered after P.E.? I did. You showered after P.E.? I did. Stone, did you shower after P.E.? Every single day. Really? Yeah. Never did. Just had deodorant in the old locker. I don't I don't know anybody who ever showered after P.E. <laughs> oh, my like, goodness. Not even like with a little bit of baby, baby wipes? Like, no. Like wipe it down a little bit? No. That's, I will say this. I had a transformative experience my seventh grade year, junior high in, uh, in gym, because it's the first time I saw one of my classmates have chest hair. And then I wondered, where's mine? Let's just get down to the nitty gritty here. Were you uh, insecure? At, at that oh, hell age? yeah. I was tiny. I had big ears. Oh. I didn't have any body hair at that point. Where's my chest hair? I want to be a man too. <laughs> uh, Scott tweets in, John Daly smells like cigarettes and beer. Like I said, we have a run on cigarettes here. Yeah, we do. Yeah. Uh, Bready White, Marlboro Reds and Speed Stick Deodorant. <laughs> I like that one. What do you think John Daly smells like? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. This is 25th Open Championship. What do you think John Daly smells like? 888-760-3776. Stone, where are we going? We are going to Ernesto in Boynton Beach. Ernie in Boynton on Ken Levick Alive. What's up, Ernesto? What's up, guys? Hello. Hello, Janet. Hola. Uh, I'd say he has a little... Cedar, maybe mm. some smoked fish, kind of smoked cabbage, kind of in a way. Cabbage, with a little Irish, of, with a little hint of bo in the end. All right, yeah, that that works. Thanks, Ernesto. Some bo to top it off. Where's the <laughs> Where's the cabbage coming from? <laughs> Not quite sure. Who's just sitting down? Unless you're in Ireland and and gorging on some cabbage. I, I will admit, though, when I do think cabbage, I do think smelly. So well, yeah, it's stinky, I, I but that. I don't think John Daly is regularly consuming cabbage. That's <laughs> you, my point. You know, you never know. 
Can we hear more British music? Can you just crank it up a little bit here? Yeah, it's really set in the mood. You know what I did not know? What? Uh, in all seriousness, up until like three weeks ago, I didn't realize that in in England, they don't have air conditioning. So any anything resembling a heat wave is a massive problem there. I did not know. Or they just have the fan in central. That's typical in Europe most I, of the time. I know. I just didn't know. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. Go, know. go get some culture. No, I learned it last year. So, so I'm right on it with Ken. It just Ken's always still my age. So I don't know how he's stumbling onto that one at 38 years old. I, I knew that. I, I guess I used the 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 wall units as well as a fan. I, I would assume, or at least I would hope. Or central. It's just central AC. Uh, Pratik says John Daly smells like menthols and whatever oh, uh, Old Spice Bear Glove deodorant is. <laughs> Uh, I can't get that out of my... I can smell it. Yeah. Ugh. James says cigarettes and Old Spice. <laughs> and... <laughs> I hope Old Spice is... Christ tweets in, John Daly smells like cigarette ash and beer-battered fried fish. <laughs> <laughs> These are too good. Yeah. These are too None good. None of this is like healthy stuff. Like things that you should be doing... To protect your body and mental well-being. Oh, no, and physical. he does his own thing. And if he wants to smell, he wants to smell. That's fine. I just love, like, that is your brand. Yeah. Old Spice, cigarettes, and, and beer battered fresh cabbage. And again, if you're going to present yourself in public like that, you're going to assume that people think you're stinky. So what would you do? Would you no, like, purposely said- step outside smelling stinky? Or would you be like... Oh, wow, I'm going to throw on some uh, Versace cologne. No, I think he's comfortable with it. Yeah. Like, I think it's a common... John Daly's smell might be a fairly common country club smell. And you got to think, some people carry a wallet. There's got to be, like, a leather component, potentially. That's a tough sell. I, uh, I, 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 and well, I also don't great. know if uh, yeah, well, country club members smell like bo. Or, well, or live that it. life. Maybe get your <laughs> point. Get yourself to a point to live that life, like I did. Not only that, but leather sometimes at first when you, when you first buy it, the the smell is strong, but it wears and tears, and the, the That's true. it doesn't smell as strong. Uh, Anson tweets in. He smells like a high school boy's gym locker room. Mm, okay. All right. I, I mean, I don't recall what that smells like, but I can get with it. Any th- listen, no locker room smells good. Period. No, NHL locker rooms are brutal. They're all <laughs> disgusting. I mean, just the pits. <laughs> literally. Yeah, literally. Because they're they're cooped it's up. It's the pads. They're cooped up, and the yeah. pads are all sweaty they're and cooped gross. Cooped up in them. Like, and it's weird. In an NHL locker room, I've seen pads like laying on the floor, and like in an in an NFL locker room, they they clean those things up immediately. It has a hockey esque smell, but NFL locker rooms are bigger than NHL locker rooms, and it is stinky. All right. Well, I'm glad we talked about that. What do you think John Daly smells like? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And we're assuming any base smell of John Daly begins with cigarettes. What do you think he smells like? 888-760-3776. She's Janet Javier, the Dominic Queen. She smells fine. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live. I'm questionable on ESPN 1063. <laughs> From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. This is true. And if you miss any of Ken LaVica Live, even segments where we talk about John Daly and what he looks like, he smells like, you can relive the greatness Wherever you get your podcasts, the Ken Levicka Live podcast in full through the wonders of digital technology every single day. The Ken Levicka Live podcast, wherever you get your podcast.
and every ESPN West Palm podcast. Right to your phone, subscribe, but especially to that Ken Levick Alive podcast. Open Championship is underway. And again, leaderboard updates throughout the weekend here on ESPN 106.3. You're going to see a lot of NIL and portal talk on your ESPN viewing experience today because Lane Kiffin has been making the runs at SEC Media Days, complaining about it. We love Lane. It's just we're kind of running out of storylines now at the SEC now that we've had Paul Feinbaum questioning the legacy of Nick Saban. <laughs> we have the old standby now, NIL and uh, and portal talk. Florida Atlantic, their men's basketball home and away portion of the schedule has come out. No exact dates yet, but FAU will get Memphis twice this year at Memphis and home against Memphis after that thrilling first-round FAU victory in the NCAA tournament this past year. Let's go, Owls. Uh, it also is a key date in American history. July 20th, a key date in American history. Stone, you know that I'm going to ask you, why Why is July 20th? What happened on July 20th of 1969 that would make this a key date in American history? 1969. 1969. It was a nice day. If I remember correctly, mm-hmm. that was when Ringo became a member of the Beatles. Your boy. Not even close. On this day in 1969, the first man walked on the moon. Close. Same thing. Same difference. So, uh, Jeanette, can you name the first man who walked on the moon? Uh, Come on. I'll take it from her. That's Mr. Buzz Aldrin himself. That is not true. That is Neil Armstrong himself. Thank you. See, isn't there a conspiracy that Buzz touched down first? No, there's no conspiracy. No. Mm. There might be. There's a huge conspiracy that the moon landing even happened. Right. Anybody has a conspiracy theory about anything. Joe Rogan told me that Buzz Aldrin touched down. There's easy trigger words with this guy. Buzz Aldrin, I believe, touched down first. Come on. No. Neil Armstrong took the first step one small step for right. me, Man. one yeah. yes. huge step for mankind. Uh, we should have Jeanette just recite, based on her memory, some of the great speeches in world history. That's what it was, right? Uh, he, nope. He stole the one small step for, for man, not one small step for me. Oh. Man. One giant leap for mankind. Three, three letter word that uh-huh. starts with M. Uh-huh. I was close. Uh, you know who is a trailblazer in the ENT field is Dr. Neil Goldhaber. Goldhabersinus.com gets a consultation today. Ear issues, nose issues, throat problems, snoring issues. It's Dr. Neil Goldhaber, goldhabersinus.com. Goldhabersinus.com. Dr. Neil Goldhaber, he is our man. He is our dude, and he is your authority on any ear, nose, throat, or snoring matter. That's Dr. Neil Goldhaber. He's been doing it for decades, based in Boynton Beach, as good as they come. Dr. Neil Goldhaber, goldhabersinus.com. Goldhabersinus.com. That's Dr. Neil Goldhaber, goldhabersinus.com. Now, in the spirit of the moon landing, I do want to ask you, because we've just had a tragic um, seafaring accident with the Ocean Gate Titan going down 13,000 feet, that doomed journey to the Titanic. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've talked about K2 a lot. Summoning K2. Anyone can do Everest. K2 in the Him- Himalayas, its neighbor, that's where the difficulty is at. That's where there, you get your cred. There are very few frontiers. Space, still a frontier that men are exploring. The bottom of the ocean, still a frontier that man is exploring. The highest reaches of the Earth's crust, still a frontier that man is exploring. Jeanette, what would you rather do? Would you rather take a trip to the moon 
Would you want to go to the depths of the Mariana Trench like James Cameron, uh, the director of Titanic, has done several times successfully? Or would you try to summit one of the highest peaks in the world? What frontier are you tackling? Without any question, summit one of the highest peaks. Come at me, M2, K2, whatever you are, too. So the cold, the potential of an avalanche, um, Better than being the suffering. Crushed. I, we don't know what's under that water. All I know is that more people have died trying to find out than have come up. I would argue if something goes wrong 13,000 feet under the sea, that's a quicker death than a death that would happen trying to scale K2. Like that would be like a hypothermic, potential long drawn out death in space. Perhaps you get a, a rocket explosion, but what if you just get stranded in space and Listen, then it's a long, slow, oxygenless death there? I saw, I saw the movie Gravity. Terrifying. Absolutely terrifying. Did you know Richard Nixon had a speech prepared in case uh, the astronauts got stranded on the moon? He had a speech prepared to give to the world, the American people and the world, if look they at, died. Look at this nerd. I mean, those, these are fun facts. Uh, I love these. I'm well, it's not fun. I'm definitely scaling uh, a mountain, right? Something you can actually touch, feel, experience. That's that's what I'd want. All of those things instead of looking through peepholes. And, yeah, and, like and, what are you going to do? You're going to like sit down, crisscross applesauce like these these people? Yeah, I want to get my I want to get my hands on that crust. But if you're going to the moon, you're stepping outside. You're you're actually going to take a step on the moon. That's what I'm saying. But you Hell even nah. if you don't go to the moon, say you orbit the moon, that's not good enough for for you. You you have been you're in space. You're now, Hell no. Nah. What now, would you do, Kay? Now with virtual reality. I go to space. Nowadays you can orbit the moon any time you want with the VR goggles. Yeah, I ain't got to do that. What? That's not even real. <laughs> Neither is real enough. People. No, 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 no. You guys are what's wrong with society. Oh, here we go. Like, oh, <laughs> I, we I go. can experience it from my own home instead of going and 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 being part oh, of the world. Really? Okay, like, pawn that on me. Watch Get something. Get out of here, you old man. Go out and yell at the clouds. I would okay? argue there's no difference between orbiting the moon with in a pair of VR goggles than it is from a spaceship. I am so annoyed right hey, now. Hey, and guess what? We have a better chance of surviving with that stupid logic. Ken? I cannot believe you. I would put old. on VR goggles instead of orbit the moon. Yep. We live in, we out here, we climbing mountains. This used to be a proper country. That's Jeanette, that's Stone. I'm Ken. Bye-bye.